0: Friday, 8th of May, 2020. Welcome back. My name is Ravneet, and you are listening to episode 9 of Ellipsis. This one is for all the writers out there. Actually, scratch that. This poem tonight reads well for all artists ever, and you will find out soon enough why I say that. I have been writing for as long as I can remember from journals in school to writing in college and subsequently on blogs. When I went to engineering college for four years, the greatest disappointment of my life was that I had to spend my waking hours not writing anything outside of programs and equations. So I gravitated naturally to activities like the college newsletter and the science symposiums. I still wrote by night in my diaries, sometimes a little poetry, mostly prose about Whatever it is that college girls think of. When I joined work as a systems programmer, my languages were C and Perl. And even then, I found blogs which wrote poetry in Perl. Can you believe it? Short, fully executable pieces of code written to read like a poem. It was the sort of niche thing on the World Wide Web that only mavericks gravitated to. I used to finish work by 6 and then wait in office till 10 just to read through all the blogs of a small but prolific community of writers and early bloggers in India. Several of these people went on to be published authors, many were poets, and some moved from non-literary backgrounds to writing for a living. I am reminded of a day when I visited the LSR College in Delhi University. This was right after graduating from school, and I was there to apply for economics honours. I saw a notice on the board about an entrance exam for a bachelor's degree in journalism honours. On a lark, I sat for the exam, and to my great surprise, not only did I make the list, but also ranked well. When it was time to decide, though, my dad believed a career in computer science will take me to glass-fronted buildings of offices in the U.S., while a career in journalism will mean fab India kurtas and jholas with kolapuri's out on the hot and muggy Indian streets. Clearly, the glass-fronted buildings turned out to be not so much all that they are touted to be. And more than once, I found myself wandering back to writing. Last year, I took a second career break and I'm hoping to find my feet with writing this time. It will take some doing, but a lot more conviction, and I hope I don't lose steam midway. In all these years, the one thing that kept me going was that my writing tap somehow never ran dry, and patchwood to that. I wouldn't write for days, and yet, when given a few hours by myself and an empty page, I needed nothing else to have my words bubble up and out. That kept me going. That here's one thing I never tire of. I never need to be pushed to do. I can't stop doing and I always feel great at the end of. In those hours when the sounds around you recede into the hum of a white noise. As I look out of the plane window and the plane is slicing through a dark night. In that cocoon, suspended several feet above the earth, is when I found my words bursting out of me. It was never about who will read what I write. It was always, if I don't, I wouldn't know how to live. So when I came across this poem by Charles Bukowski, it hit whom and how. This poem is called So You Want to Be a Writer? And it is written with the trademark irreverence that Bukowski puts in his verse he makes a strong case to say that there must be a several hundred reasons why one would want to be a writer. But if it isn't this one reason, then don't do it. What is that one compelling reason for Charles Bukowski to become a writer? Let's find out. So you want to be a writer? By Charles Bukowski If it does not come bursting out of you in spite of everything, don't do it. Unless it comes unasked out of your heart and your mind and your mouth and your gut, don't do it. If you have to sit for hours staring at a computer screen or hunched over your typewriter searching for words, don't do it. If you are doing it for money or fame, don't do it. If you are doing it because you want women in your bed, don't do it. If you have to sit there and rewrite it again and again, don't do it. If it's hard work just thinking about doing it, don't do it. If you are trying to write like somebody else, forget about it. If you have to wait for it to roar out of you, then wait patiently. If it never does roar out of you, do something else. If you first have to read it to your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your parents or to anybody at all, you are not ready. Don't be like so many writers. Don't be like so many thousands of people who call themselves writers. Don't be dull and boring and pretentious. Don't be consumed with self-love. The libraries of the world have yawned themselves to sleep. The libraries of the world have yawned themselves to sleep over your kind. Don't add to that. Don't do it. Unless it comes out of your soul like a rocket, unless being still would drive you to madness or suicide or murder, don't do it. Unless the sun inside you is burning your gut, don't do it. When it is truly time, and if you have been chosen, it will do it by itself and it will keep on doing it. When it is truly time and if you have been chosen, it will do it by itself and it will keep on doing it until you die or it dies in you. There is no other way and there never was. Bukowski was never really recognized for his writings through his lifetime. The literary world was divided over using the debasement argument or the irreverence argument against him. Several of his poems spoke of sex and drugs and a low life with cockroaches crawling all over it. And yet, his poems went on to hit a ripe and deep chord with people eventually. His collected poems must have sold millions of copies and he's now considered one of the greats. I think what people recognized in due course is that what he brought to his poems was a kind of rare, unpretentious, raw intensity and honesty. And in this poem, he urges all artists to do the same for their art. I was reading So You Want to Be a Writer by Charles Bukowski from the excellent website brain pickings. The link as always is in the podcast notes and if you do choose to browse through that website, I promise you a rabbit hole that you will thoroughly enjoy. I hope you enjoyed listening to this dispatch though. Drop me a line about your thoughts and share your creative process with me. Until Tuesday, Living in Ellipsis, Ravneet Pama.